Hey friends, you guys just listened to me go on a little spiel about Anchor. Well, when you listen to that, it helps us make a little money, a penny at a time. This money is going to be put towards buying microphones for the podcast to help make the sound quality become more enjoyable for you guys. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. We would also like to be clear that the music you hear on this podcast is not ours. We do not own the rights to any of it. Teddy is working on making the official Roughnecks podcast audio, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Our podcast is meant to be comical, informational, interesting, and hopefully sometimes all of the above. If anything we say offends you, just know it's not intentional. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. But before we get into this week's episode, make sure you stop what you're doing. Go follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Share our episode using the hashtag, hashtag Podcast. We are out on many platforms now, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. Go subscribe, rate, and review. Leave an honest review because that we appreciate any feedback we get from you guys. If you ever have a topic idea, a question for Teddy or Cole, or just want to be a special guest, then email us at roughneckspodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram. But now it is time to get into this week's episode. What is going on, everybody? We are back with yet another episode. This is episode six, and we have old Texan Teddy back here with us. I know at the end of last week's episode, I said that we would have a former Ohio State football player joining us, but we had to change some things around, do some busy schedules. So we will have him on later at a later date, and we will be back on. We are actually back on Zoom this time instead of Google Hangouts, having some problem with Google Hangouts or Meet or whatever it's called. But we have a different special guest. Before I introduce this special guest, I want to give a quick shout out to what's called Podcast Name Here Studio. They made our new logo, which can be found on the cover of this podcast and on our Instagram. If you need any logos or graphics created, definitely hit them up. They do amazing work. I am very happy with what they made us. You can find them on Instagram at Podcast Name H and Twitter at Podcast Name Her One. Now, I am happy to introduce our old college buddy and old captain, Christopher Bonner. Welcome to the Roughnecks podcast, Bonner. Bon Bon. You're on mute, bud. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doing things via Zoom. Welcome, Bonner. What's good, fellas? So, to start, give us a little background on yourself, where you're from, where you're at now, because I know you've been in a few different places. Yeah, yeah man. Bonner's traveled the world, man. Well, I'd first like to say that uh, the Ohio State guy, I mean, let's be honest, I'm a better guest anyway. Sorry, Mr. Ohio State. Bonner's but... like the Oriental Dora the Explorer. That, you know what? That's I've been called that many times. You're a fucking legend, man. Funny, it's a go-to nickname. Fun fact about the Ohio State guy, he's actually a safety too, so we might have to have like a little uh, safety on safety matchup. Oh, he, he does not want that problem. He played corner, didn't he? I thought he played safety. Okay, he was a DB. He played corner. Damn, you got Cole, you got to do your research, bud. Anyway, yeah, I know. all right, let's go with the background coke. on Bonner since Teddy has <laughs> to interrupt all the time. Yeah, so like you guys said, I moved around a lot. Uh, my dad was in the military, so I got a lot of opportunities to, you know, live overseas and um, places like Korea, uh, Germany. I don't really remember Germany, but. I lived in Hawaii. That is technically in the U.S., but I guess it's kind of it's technically overseas too, you know. Um, so I I guess I was I would call Buffalo and Parma, Ohio, home. But I, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to pick somewhere when you you've moved like every three years of your life, you know. Yeah. So where are you, where are you right now? 
So, so I'm living in Buffalo right now. Um, Back home. I moved, yeah. I moved here like my sophomore year of college. Uh, well, my mom moved here. Obviously, I was up at OWU uh, running shit up there, you know. But uh, um, yeah, after I graduated, I had the choice between Cleveland and Buffalo. And I, you know, picked Buffalo, Bills Mafia. The Bills are actually doing well this year. Uh, I know. What, so, be, like, uh, would you say you're part of that Parma cult? Oh, I'm part of the Dirty P for sure. I, I, I throw up the gang sign whenever I whenever I get the opportunity. I want yeah. something described on this podcast because we forgot to mention it with Joe. What is a yeah. Parma shot? No, 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 no. But, yeah. What is a Parma Wait. shot? All right. So, a Parma shot, it's it, – this go, actually – goes way back so what it was was our high school coach he told joe the story but i'm i'm just to save some time i'm gonna say i was there too uh but basically what it is is they made this tradition back then that you would pour vodka on the opposite side of a shot glass so there's just like the thinnest layer of a vodka and now you're probably thinking what the fuck like what kind of shot is that but you don't take it through your mouth. You actually snort it through one nostril. And if you're from, from Parma and you go to Owu, you got to do it. And you got to get everyone else who's in the room to do it as well. So it's definitely a fun tradition uh, that gets brought up. Not, not every weekend because that my GPA would not look good if it was an every weekend thing. It's definitely like a once in a blue moon situation. I can say I did a Parma yeah. shot, but I did not do it with vodka. I did it with beer. Ooh. That's, I did it with uh, Jack Daniels, baby. Yeah, you guys, you boys are a little bit too country. <laughs> did it twice. <laughs> it really clears you up. You're not wrong about that. And to be yeah. fair, no disrespect to, to be anyone. Fair. To be fair, everyone who I know who has done a Parma shot does not have COVID. So that is true. If there's a, if there's a cure, <clears throat> it might be that. You're spitting major. Facts right now, bomb Parma shot is the cure to COVID. You heard it here first. Do not fact check us on this. Yeah, yeah, no, no fact checking. It's just, it's a definitely you gotta, you gotta try it out. If you hey, anybody that tries a Parma shot, please record it and send it to the Roughnecks podcast so we can mention you on our story because that would be legendary. But please be over the age of twenty one. Well, yes, uh, we do not recommend. Yeah, we do not endorse underage drinking. No. no, or never. underage dating. Shot Tyler Schuster. Oh yeah, is I there, forgot about that. Is there a story behind this? Uh, you know Schuster, right? Yeah, yeah. So Schuster, we had on for episode three, and you've heard the jokes like with his girlfriend, like how she's like twelve. Uh, I haven't. So this is news to me. I guess he, he started dating her when she was twelve, and he was like eighteen. No, that is not true. No, she, no, no. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. She That's was a story. sophomore in high school, and he was a senior in high school. And they have been okay. dating since. And so was he? Was he eighteen? Yes, yes, I believe so. Yeah, he would have been eighteen <laughs> when she was under eighteen. You'll oh, have to go God. listen to episode three to kind of hear it. I I'll- did. You know what? I did listen to most of it, but um, I didn't catch the ending, so it must have been more towards. It was more towards the end when we got into it. There's but a lot of things I didn't get to say just because I can't. Anymore. If if they're uh, if I remember correctly, I think you guys said that he has the most views. So I'm definitely trying to break that. So yeah, Schuster, you know, he's real high on that. He's got the most views ever from uh, any of our podcasts. This is our second podcast, and he's got more views than we've ever had in 
throughout history. And he's very proud of that. And I really do hope you are the one to break it because that would just be great. Well, there's not a lot for that guy to look forward to. He he's also the one with the most numbers on the scale. So let's not forget that. Yeah. The guy looks forward to either a cookie or a thing on ice cream. There's not much for that guy to fucking get happy about. That's this is like the fourth episode now that Schuster has been mentioned. Schuster is, must just be a popular guy. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe we should just stop talking about him. You know I like what I mean? that idea. Bonner, uh, what are you doing nowadays? Yeah, so I'm actually I got a couple jobs here. You know, trying to just make as much money as I can. I I got my own place recently, so uh, paying rent. I'm a hardworking, tax-paying, rent-paying man now. So, um, I currently my my like main job. I'm a health coach. Um, so basically, just trying to tell people more on the nutrition side of things. Just trying to tell them how to live healthier lifestyles through food. Um, I, I get into activity and, and recommendations like that. But, I mean, if you know me, I'm, it's impossible for me to put muscle mass on. So I tr- try to stay clear from the workout instructions. Yeah, I mean, I, me and you took a couple classes together. We did. You kind of always bring on the health. Yeah, a lot. I think it was like two every semester. No, really, yeah. So yeah. we – we have the same education. You you know what you already know what I'm telling these people. Oh, so are you just doing it like through you, or are you working for a company? Oh no, I work for a company. Oh okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no self business here. What uh? That what are your other? Cool. I would like to get there. You guys get free memberships. Oh, for oh, sure. Man, I need to move to Buffalo then. No, no, no. There's a reason why those motherfuckers get hyped for breaking a table. There's not much <laughs> to do with Buffalo. Ted, I don't know. you're the person that would do that, though. Right. That's that's very true. Uh, well, I'm not going to let all three of us. With that, it's probably fair. I would do it naked. That's the difference between Teddy and the rest of us. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? If 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 he's able to show off like that, I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, I don't got a lot to be impressed down, but down there. But I, I'm definitely the least impressive out of the three of us. I think we need to veer off this topic real quick. <laughs> Weird thing All right, that. so we talked about having Bonner on, and we now we got him on, but we when we talked about the topic, we couldn't really come up with one, but then we finally hit us that all three of us have dealt with injuries in our senior year of a sports season. Mine was in high school, but you guys had yours both in college. So let's start with Bonner. Like, what injury did you actually have your senior year of college? Yeah, so my injury is kind of a long story, but I'll, I'll give you guys a short version. Basically, um, I was having some hip pains, and uh, it just wasn't working, I guess. Like, when we w- were running our 40 tests, I would go to explode out of my, uh, my you know, starting position, and it just literally felt like it was, like, asleep, you know? So I thought that's not good. Let me get this checked out. And it took me like a few months to finally actually be disciplined enough to go look at it. But they took some x-rays, some MRIs, and uh, they, long story short, thought that I had uh, a form of cancer. And then at that point, the tests, I was getting tests every weekend. Football camp started already. So I, I, I missed out on football camp, which I wasn't that mad about. Because I mean, I, yeah, camp is some one of the things you do want to miss. Yeah, exactly. I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to play this cancer thing out until camp is over, and then I'll be good to go. But that didn't happen. <laughs> so basically, they I had to get a bone biopsy. 
And I actually got it the day before our for our week one game. I got it in Buffalo. <clears throat> Basically, they made a small incision and like chipped away at my hip bone to like test it to see uh, what was wrong. And the next day, I, I was actually at that game, not playing. Obviously, I was on the sideline, but um. And the results came that, back that I have something called Paget disease, which is basically my bone is just reforming in a unnatural way, which is going to cause problems eventually. So, what do they tell you? The type of like problems that could happen? Well, because it's not forming the way it's supposed to, it's just going to like get really brittle kind of kind of like osteoporosis on steroids if i had to really yeah so like i'm just at more injury risk if like because it's like if i get hit in the hip and in the hip that isn't you know reforming itself the way it's supposed to then that can be a problem what um because you know you you got the injury you were already like what 22 23 I was probably like 21, 22, something like that. Yeah, so I guess like so I are they were they saying like your hip bone, your hip area was just underdeveloped. They basically so kind of the way I like to describe it is I should probably know way more about this but I really don't care. <laughs> but uh um you know how like you get new a new skin like every however months or years or whatever it is? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing with your bones where they um, the cells, you know, die off and you get new cells and shit. And, um, when, when it's like regenerating, it just does it. And it, it, instead of my bones going straight up and down, like it can grow like, but like a bow kind of like, it can get that bad. And when it does like the blood circulation and stuff isn't as good. So it just makes that bone a lot more weaker. That also had some, you had a hella injuries. Yeah. You're one of the toughest motherfuckers I know. But you, for some reason, were just, like, injury-prone. Not even, like, it was your fault. Like, things would happen and it'd just be like, well, shit. So what all did you have throughout college? Throughout college? Uh, so. Wild, folks. <laughs> uh, so freshman year, I split my head open. Bro, I mean, can you wasn't... tell why? Can you, can you tell the story of how that happened, please? Yeah. So, you know, you come in and. You know, you're a freshman, and freshman get to play the JV game, and I was kind of hyped. And I don't know if it was – Ruble always says it was him, but I don't think it was Ruble. I don't know who – I think I don't know who it was, but whatever. I smashed my head on their helmet, which ended up being a recurring thing throughout Hold my on, Wait a second. got to reiterate, you didn't have a helmet on. <laughs> no, I did not have a helmet on. Did not have a helmet And And uh, – you know, it, it was it was a little stinging a little bit, and then I turned to I think it was it was Jax, or one of the twins. And they were like, "Teddy, you're bleeding," and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! Shut up!" And uh, I touched my forehead, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm bleeding," and it just kept coming out. And I go in the locker room, and Anthony Chambers is like hyped, taking pictures, and. Someone told me to go to the training room. Went to the training room. They're like, hey, we're going to have to give you stitches. I was like, no, because you're going to have to shave my head. I had a nice flow going. So that was that. And then we go 
into spring and we were maxing out and Demias was actually spotting me on bench. And I went up to, I think it was like 305. So Demias, like five foot nothing. Yes, yes. Fast as shit, but no offense, he's a little weak. Yeah, that Demias was spotting me. And I went down with the bar and I came back up and I was halfway up and my chest, my pec muscle just ripped right off. Like you can just feel the recoil. The bar came down. PD fucking let me use his van to go uh, drive down to the training room. And Kyle said I didn't need surgery. Probably should have gotten it. Went through spring with it. I still have it torn. You can feel it rolled up. Keep going, right? I fucking go through spring. Whatever. So now we're in junior year going into camp. No, sophomore year. So that tearing my pec was the end, was my spring freshman year. Now we're going into sophomore year. We ran, I ran a post in practice, had pads on, and uh, safety came down, hit me, like just put his helmet right in my shoulder. Uh, felt a pop, didn't really think anything of it. You know, go through practice a couple of days, can't really raise my arm, my arm hurts. Finally, I wake up, look in the mirror, my my right collarbone is lower than my left. And fucking go tell Kyle, Kyle's filling me up and whatever. He's like, you separated your SC joint, which is one of the hardest things to do in football. Usually it's the AC joint. And I practiced with it for like a week, was out. I came back the week of Hiram. I was doing all right in practice. And then I broke my thumb. And then we go into junior year. And we were lifting weights, something, whatever, and something popped in my back. My legs went numb, couldn't move, couldn't drive. You saw um, that dude from uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> Which one? The one who's like, oh, when they when they go to the hospital, he's the, yeah. the my bones were made of glass. That's pretty yeah. much what it was. And then it got like right now, like I can't sit in a chair for an hour. Um, the mornings suck. What you're saying is you could never have a desk job. No. no. Oh, yeah. Even now, man, I got to – fucking – it's horrible, dude. Senior year rolls around. I'm feeling good. Probably in one of the best shapes I've been in my football career. And then That's we go the best South shape South. you've been in? We were roommates, huh? motherfucker. You did not look that good. Damn. What are you talking about? I came back for senior year. I was – fucking feeling good my junior and senior year were probably the best shape i've ever been in college going into camp i will say this teddy the difference between because i didn't see you much senior year but the difference between what you look like junior and your freshman year completely two different people yeah 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 freshman year of college going in was a lot i got i was like 235 almost 240 with that long black hair yeah and then I fucking had to grow up a little bit and realize, fuck, I kind of want to play, uh, which fucking really never happened, which is super irritating. And uh, so junior year rolls around, and this is actually Ruble's fault. Fucking seven or one-on-ones, I go, I run a fucking – we don't have pads on. We have our jerseys and helmets. Go in, I run a, a, a stick route, five-yard stick route, and – I don't know. I think it was Zane threw me the ball, had it in my hands. Ruble just 
for some godly reason, wants to fucking tackle. Land wrong, popping my foot. My foot swelled up. Cole remembers. My foot was swollen for like three weeks. The bruising on it was crazy on both sides. I remember going to Kyle getting the gator. I couldn't walk. Getting out of the shower was a bitch. Um, yeah, I'll never forget that next morning. You know, I woke up. I think we had meetings or something in the morning. And Teddy, I walk out of my room and Teddy had just walked out. It like opened his door and I looked, he was like hobbling. And I was like, what in the fuck? And I looked at his ankle and that thing was the size of a softball and black and blue. And I was like, that's not good. I'm not a medical doctor, but I can tell you that's not good. Yeah, it, it was so fucking, it was so irritating. Cause like, you know, you got two feet, you want to use them. I fucking couldn't, fucking irritating. And then we, when Kyle pulled me off to the sideline, like when I went in the training room, whatever. Uh, I go back out to the field and I'm on crutches and I'm standing next to Kyle and Kyle looks at my foot and he goes, why the fuck is the other side swelling up? I was like, I don't fucking know, dude. You're the doctor. That was fucking it. And then I tore a ligament in my foot or some shit. That was my career. <clears throat> I love how you uh, said that you have two feet and you want to go and use them and then just stopped right there. Like that was... Oh, yeah. You, you, say. <laughs> Ted's good at that. He's good at like starting something and be like, yeah, that's, that's all I had to say. That's all I had to say about that. But the, the worst part, and I don't know about you, Bonner, with, with your, I'm sure with you, because yours is like an actual disease. But in the morning, dude, my shoulder, my fucking ankle, my back, like all that shit fucking suck. Yeah, no, I definitely have uh, days where, I don't even notice any pain, but the, the days that I do, it's, it's, it sucks ass, especially like, I mean, obviously I don't go through this now, but like when you're sitting in class and you feel that injury, you, you can't pay attention. No, no, you, you can't even do like homework. Like, right. Not that I did that much anyways, but <laughs> what the hell is homework? Right. It's just really fucking, it's so irritating. No, it and is. It, I mean. Like, I looking back, like, just for me personally, like, I wish, like, it's one of the biggest, I don't want to say regrets, but, like, just, like, wanting to play, like, all the time. And, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's kind of one of the things, like, I still to this day, like, I understand we play D3 football. Like, I get it. But just not being able to, like, show what you have. Or just being out there, flying around with everybody, like it, it just sucks. And I, it just it's. I mean, it's something that's out of your control. Like that's what's the worst part is like you can't even control the fact that you got injured. Like yeah, yeah, maybe you could, but like your injuries weren't. They were from like doing what you're trying wanted to be able to do. So it's like one of those things that's hard to like. You can't even control what happened to you. Like, especially Bonner, like, you can't control – he couldn't control that from happening. I mean, yeah, there might be things that you could do, but, like, who knew? Nobody knew – you never know that, like, what's going to happen. Right. So yeah. That's, like, one of the well, hardest things to accept. That was my biggest thing is, like, you know, I just kept asking, like, why? Like, why did I have to get injured when I got injured my senior year? But, like, it, it – there's really no reason behind it, but it just, it just happens and you just have to deal with it. You know what really fucking sucks is um... – like Saturday morning, we, we, we play, right? I'm on the sideline just fucking coaching it up. <clears throat> we get a big win. We go back to our dorms, hit the parties and shit in like pregame. And when everyone's talking about 
the game and like what they did and like funny shit that they saw and like crazy things that were going on and you're just like damn I can't even be part of this conversation because I didn't even play and and it's not because I'm a bench warmer or anything like it's because I'm injured you know what I mean like I just had no yeah. choice to sit there and watch well and now everyone's talking about all the fun shit that happened and you can't even like all you can do is be like oh yeah I saw that from 40 yards away on the sideline yeah, it's fucking or like when somebody will bring up like, oh, so and so said this on the field, like, and then like you know everybody on defense will be like, yeah, he's a, like, screw him, blah blah blah, and like you know just mess around with it, but like you could you you can't add into that conversation. It, right. It's like no. you're like you have no clue what's happening like on the field exactly. Like you can see it, but you don't know exactly what's going on. Right. Right. No, it sucks. <laughs> but uh, and Teddy, I would imagine you feel the same exact way, but. There are a lot of positives that came out of it too, though. You know. Yeah. I mean, hell, look at I Teddy mean, now. He's he's a coach. no. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. If you would have been a a three year starter, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? You might be back home right now. I mean, maybe you're, you're in the same exact position you're in, but like, well, who knows? I, I never really thought like. I don't know. It's yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, it's just. You come here and, and then you, especially building relationships like with you, Bonner and, and Cole and, and everyone, like you just want to be like having that moment where you're playing with all like the guys that you basically just built a family with. And I right. just think like not being able, like whatever snaps, I maybe got the four years, I maybe got maybe 20 snaps in four years. And, like, I'll cherish every single one of them just because it's, like, these are the people I did it with. It has nothing to do with, like, what I did, but we all worked together, and I was able to contribute with them. Yeah, 100%. I think that feeling is crazy. And, like, now, yeah, like, I I love coaching. I love doing it. Um, Well, when you look at it, Ted, it almost, like, because, like, I mean, at least from my eyes, it almost accelerated your coaching career. Because, yeah, you weren't a player for set. You were a player coach. You're almost like Max, who we're going to have on next week. Like, it's you're a player coach. So you're, you're learning about your career a, more, a lot more right there. Like, you're learning how to handle things and how to coach pl- your players up because that's really – that's what you have to do now. That's your role that you fell into through everything is yeah. you got you to help. That's like – because, like, there's no – you, I mean, you could, there's two different ways you could have gone. You could have either just, you know, quit and just said, screw this. Like, there's no point. There's no point anymore. I'm not playing. So what's the matter? Or you can accept the role that you have as a, a mentor and a coach and a leader. And that's, you know, yeah, that was, I'm not a quitter exactly. And that's something like I look up to both of you. Cause like I'm younger than both of you and both of you experienced things your senior years, but like, especially Chris, like I could go ask him any question about safety throughout practice or in a game and he would be able to tell me and that was one of the best things and like even with Teddy like we had times last year where we butted heads but it was you coaching me and I didn't want to accept that you were coaching me and we still do it probably a little bit now because you know we're really good friends and you're my tech legit coach now so it's like but like that's one of the things like you guys have helped make me who I am like as a player and as a person so that's one of the things like I look up to you guys when it comes to this aspect because it's like a really 
big thing and it had an impact on my life. Well, don't tell Bo that we made you because he'll lose his shit. Oh, come on now. Bo, Bo knows more about oh, football. God. It's ridiculous. But, yeah. Bo's really fucking smart. But, yeah. yeah and, like- and, and he's strong as fuck. I don't know if you guys have ever seen him lift, but yeah. anytime I see him uh, start working out, I get pissed and leave. He doesn't even he doesn't even stretch. It makes no His warm up is using fifty pound dumbbells doing front raises for twenty reps and then benching three fifteen for ten. Makes literally yes. no sense. That is the Bo Heineman lift. <laughs> yes. He's a fucking but legend. I do appreciate you saying that, Cole, and like yeah. definitely going through that, like you're like, I mean, you hit it right on the head, you know, like I was a little, when I knew I wasn't going to be playing and I knew I was going to have to step into that, like coach role, student coach role. Like it made me a little uncomfortable. Like I didn't want to, cause I was so close with a lot of people on the team. You guys, um, I mean, you guys know everyone who I hung out with, you know, Joe, Harv, Smaz, Leach, all these guys who are playing. And now all of a sudden I got to tell them what to do. And then I knew, it was the right move when like people like yourself Cole, were asking me like I didn't have to go to you you would come to me what what week was it when you started your sophomore year um oh, Dennis, DePaul, DePaul. no the call was when Mario got hurt it was Kent, the following game was my first start so, so I think okay so we'll just five, say DePaul we'll just say DePaul because you played really good that game and like the fact that you were able to like and, and you were very aware that you were having a good game. Like, Mario went down. You stepped up. You were playing well. You knew you were playing well. It was oh, a close I was game. shitting my pants both literally and figuratively. Because that <laughs> no, was the shit game. That, that game was insane. One of the craziest games I've ever watched. But, um, and, but the fact that, like, you were out there playing and you didn't get, like, a big head and were able to come to someone like me and, like, ask what – to do in certain situations like that's how i knew like okay you know what maybe this isn't such a bad thing yeah cool that's one of the i think the best things is you never really got a big head i mean still to this day maybe yeah. a little bit when you start drinking yeah if you ask my mom it might be different like anybody in my family might disagree but it's not as bad as my brothers <laughs> there you uh, go. i don't know you've met clayton once how do you know Damn. <laughs> no, I've met Clayton more than once. Uh, I guess he has been up on campus a couple times. I've been to his house twice. Okay, whatever. Whatever, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, if I start drinking, it might be a little different. But for the most part, I, I do appreciate that. Because that's one thing, like, you know, my mom and my dad, like, that was, they kind of taught me is, like, not to get a big head. Like, and I've tried. Like, I, I have times where it happens, but I try, like, to not let myself get too cocky i guess i try to stay humble rather than cocky you, you know who not trying to i guess i'm not changing the subject too much but you know who is the most humble person who's that? coach delaney coach d yeah. when he, yeah. when we're in the middle of a game in the middle of a game it'll be like fourth and three like coming down to the final score our defense is out there he calls a timeout he is so like confident in him like the team and so like far from arrogant like he will dead ass huddle us up and be like what do you guys want to run and like that was one thing that I loved about it is he'd always ask what do you guys want to do what works like it wasn't like oh we're gonna do this because I said it it was 
what what he wants feedback from the players because that's one of the things like you're on the sideline you can't necessarily see what's happening you can see a little bit but you don't know exactly what's happening on the field right right he will take advice from it doesn't matter he's been coaching this game for so long and for him to look at a 19 year old kid and say is this working is it not what do you want to run what do you feel comfortable with like that just shows like how humble he is yeah coach d's just now being able to be with him like within meetings like coach d one he's his defensive mind is probably one of the best in college football talk about somebody who knows football that man and he can name off every rule that you can think of if it's a rule he knows it he doesn't even have a cheat sheet no in the game no he's a he's he's a freaking genius and then he knows like he's a player's coach he's a very even keel players coach yeah yeah no definitely and i think that's one of the best things about the whole staff is they're they're all players coaches right right and they're 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 all all about uh like just letting like for example like right now like letting you know me and you when we were hurt coach and like having a role and still being a part of the team and actively wanting to know if we were okay and whatnot. Like, right, right. Well, I can almost guarantee, especially this year, like, I mean, I guarantee people, I mean, obviously it's hard to sometimes tell, like, Teddy was a senior last year. You just look like a coach for the incoming freshman. But, like, you know, and then, like, because there's been times I've said, like, told Teddy, like, shut the fuck up or called him a bitch or something. Like, some of the freshmen began to look at me like, holy shit, like, did he really just talk to a coach like that? And I'd have to be like, oh, yeah, we lived together last year. Like, this is, like – Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. But then, like, you look at somebody like Max, too. Like, Max is – like, I guarantee some people don't even know he's still a student. Right. No. It doesn't help that he looks 12. I mean, yeah. that's my no, that's, boy. But That's true. Fun, funny story about that kind of, though. <clears throat> when I, my first day back to – because I came up to – when I was going through all those tests, I came up to camp, like, for, like, two days in the middle of camp just to say what's up to everyone and be around you guys, and that we had, <clears throat> I don't know, like three or four, maybe five freshman DBs, and none of them, none of them, because I was a senior at the time, none of them, like, came up to me, talked to me, nothing like that, and finally, somebody came up to me, a freshman DB, and I was like, damn, like, what? why aren't you guys introducing yourself to me and shit, blah, 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 and he was like, and he said, because fucking Cole went around telling them, that I was a fucking hard ass and I didn't joke around and I was a captain and <laughs> totally lying. Like, I'm not like that. Like, I, I mean, I can be serious, but he went around telling everyone, yeah, you don't want to fuck around with Bonner. Like he doesn't joke around like that. He's a captain, this and that. <laughs> and then none of these kids wanted to talk to me because they thought I was going to be on their ass. Hey, Captain Bonner. It's still on Instagram is Captain Bonner for me is on it? your birthday pre- or your birthday post that I made one year. It was Captain Bonner. That's hilarious. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know how. Bonner is you like you've always been a leader, Bond. Oh, thanks, oh, yeah. buddy. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. So I guess like what I want to know is like what made you get in? Like what made you? Like you kind of talked about a Bonner about like when you finally had that moment. Like I guess like when you when did you when do you know like to accept the role or like what are advice to people who are experiencing things like even if they're freshmen experiencing injuries like accepting the role of you know, you're injured, but you can still be a key member of this team? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, it definitely helps if you're a little more older. Like, I know if 
I was in that situation freshman year, I probably would have been a lot more bitter about it. Um, but I think just really realizing that you can't do, you literally can't do anything about it. So you might as well just try to make the best of it. Um, and like the reason why, like I was even able to like do a decent job at like filling that role is because like, I was already so close with everyone on the team, like building that relationship with you, with, like I said, everyone I named with Teddy, with, um, Shane Quinn, those guys, you know what I mean? Like the fact that I was so close with them on and off the field, like that's what actually probably made it the easiest like if I didn't really know you guys all like that and like outcast myself and you know I, I probably would have not been able to talk to you guys the way I did you know what about you Teddy man uh, for me I mean because uh, even as like when you weren't playing you were still banging heads you were still banging your head I'll never forget you came up to me and like did it a little bit and I was like Jesus Teddy like chill like I'm the one about to play and you're the one more jacked up than I am yeah I for me he's like Watts kind of let me, I don't want to, it started when I was a sophomore, when I first got hurt. And I guess it just goes back to my greatest quality, my three greatest qualities as a football player were I love football, I would consider myself tough, and I always knew the playbook. And so I think you just put those together I just wanted to be around it, and I was like, all right, this is where I'm at. Let me coach or let me just make my position group as good as it gets. And these are, at the end of the day, everyone on the team is my friend, and I want them to do good because then we win and, like, everyone has a good time. Like, everyone loves Saturdays after we won, Saturday night. It was a great time. Now, if we're talking about accepting it, I had a very – hard time accepting it and the reason why is because like I just wanted to play so fucking much like it killed me like I would lose sleep over it I still lose sleep over it now like just thinking about like you should have fucking played like you should have and especially like when you get into it and it's your senior year like yeah especially in college like me I was lucky enough that I wouldn't, I guess I'll call it lucky enough is my senior year of high school was when I got hurt and I still got the yeah. chance to come here. But then like, you know, I kind of, you know, and then now we go look at it. My senior year of football of college kind of got taken away too, not even for an injury, but like, it also kind of goes back to show like things are out of your control and it's, it's uh what the E plus R equals or what, whatever. Outcome. Yeah. E plus R equals O or whatever yeah. it is. And it's, it's, your reaction and how you handle it is what controls everything. Like I could have, I could have easily said, screw it. I'm not even coming back this semester. And you just have to, like, you have to, I I feel like it's, you have to make the most of what you're given is I feel like what you have to do with everything that you're handed, like, especially because like you, you experience things and there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to make the most of it. Yeah. And like, yeah especially if it's something you love like you really find out how much you love something when I guess you can't fucking do it anymore and that's what it what Kyle tried to give me to understand like hey like do you don't don't you want to play catch with your with your kid and I was like fuck my kid dude I can play catch sitting down that's true um like I just wanted to play like you don't think past 20 you don't think past 25 and that's where it was and then finally I was 
I was laying down. We just got done playing someone. I could barely take my pads off. Went home. I was laying down. I was like, I could, I could not fucking move. Like I was in so much pain. I was like, I don't, I don't think. Like I think this is it. Like I just pushed it to a limit to where I just couldn't go. Like it got. It's really shitty when you're like 23 and you move wrong getting up out of bed and like you gotta call your mom to help you pick you up. Dude, I fucking have to call my (laughs) Yeah, like it's like, dude, I'm not even 25, 26 yet. But you gotta understand, like football, there's a place for everyone. And I don't know how it is with other sports, but in football, it's more than 100% more than when you're playing. Like, you build relationships with people. You're there to learn, in all honesty, like, beyond everything. And when you get to a point where you can be in a position to help others gain sort of the knowledge and kind of maturity and let them learn from your mistakes, that makes the whole game better. And, like, like last night with the scrimmage, like, I wasn't playing at all. But there was something about, like, actually, like, this is the tight end group is actually my group now. Like, I'm their coach. And watching those guys put on the jerseys, watching those guys fly around and make catches and make blocks for 20-yard runs, like, that that shit gave me goosebumps. And, like, it's like I'm a part of this, and these are my guys, and all I want to do is see them succeed. And it's one of the coolest feelings in the world. And... I always thought like I would kind of regret, not re- well, not reg- like envy. Right? That'd be the word. I would envy it, but I didn't think about that at all last night. You know, one of my guys put on 33, and I was so stoked for them. Like, dude, go do way more than what I did in that number. Go ball out. Go be you, and just watching, especially like the young guys. It's the coolest thing when you can get a kid that comes in in the short amount of time we had and see him just grow and develop. It's it's like we had 15 practices, and when I watched those young guys do that, I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. And you just got to understand, like, football from a player perspective, perspective isn't forever, but the game is forever. And you can be a part of it, and you can find your place for it because there is a place for everyone, no matter what what it is. Like, if you're – in a higher level and you're a quality control coach or a scout, strength and conditioning, a trainer, a position coach, head coach, coordinator, like whatever. There's a place for it where all types of guys respond to you. Well, like you said, like the game never ends. Like, I mean, look at this now. Like, Teddy, you graduated last year. Chris, you graduated, what, three years ago now? Two or three years ago? Two years. Yeah, something like that. I really hope it's not three years making me feel old. I don't know what it was. A couple years ago. Two 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 years years ago. Like, and now we're all sitting here still talking. Like, and you see people like alumni come back to our games, like, because we have a big alumni connection. And like, you see a lot of alumni and then they'll connect and like, they all talk. Like, the connection never ends. And even with high school football, like that connection never ends. And one of the things I want to touch on is, Teddy, you kind of started to go at it, but it was even if you don't play, you still have a role on every team. 100%. Yeah. 
because like my freshman and half my sophomore year, I didn't, I didn't play besides special teams. And, but I like kind of accepted the fact, like you have to, you are on, you are the scout defense, but you are what make is making that team better. Like just because you're on scout defense doesn't mean you're like, it just means you're not ready or there's someone honestly better than you in front of you. It doesn't mean that you like, you're not a good player. It means like you have potential and if you're on the scout defense, they, that means they want you, like they trust you and they know you're going to make the team better. So like, it's one of those things that like, you have to accept that role. It sucks. It does suck not playing. It sucks sitting on sidelines on Saturdays and not playing, but you have to accept the role that you have and make the most of it. That's one of the things like I kind of want, like my big thing is make the most of what you are given. Exactly. Like, and that's just life in general. I've, oh yeah. I, I got two quick things real quick. Um, I mean, you both hit it on the head. There's nothing better when you can't play, but you're on the sideline. And I know both of you guys know what I'm talking about, but especially you, Teddy, just because, I mean, you're coaching more than either of us ever have. But when you're on the sideline and you – because the physical aspect of everything, you don't have to worry about. So that – like, you get the opportunity to learn so much about the mental aspect of the game. And when you're on the sideline in the middle of a game and you you yell out the exact play that the offense is about to run and then they run it and you know, like – someone out on the defense heard you say that if I tell if there were multiple times where and I'm not you know trying to I'm not a football Einstein or anything but like there were a lot of times where Cole was out on the field and I would yell Cole he's about to run a blah 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 route he's about to run a corner he's gonna run a post because I don't have yeah and it happens and there's no better feeling than that because I mean I'm helping the team not physically but you know mentally mentally yeah and Number two, quick story with Teddy. I don't know if you remember this, but just because we were talking about your inner injuries, I'm about to make us sound like meatheads, but we we're in the the weight room one morning or yeah, morning working out. It was like after class or something. We weren't working out together, but we were just lifting. We were talking and then you were like, yeah, I don't know. It was my senior year, your junior year. Like, yeah, I don't know if I should play next year, this and that. Like, I, I know I want to, but everyone else, you know, they're saying I should consider my future. And I looked at you and I go, Teddy, you're a grown ass man. Do whatever you want. And you were like, you know what? Yeah, that's why I fucking love you, Bonner. And then there was like a 10 second pause where no one said anything. And then I go, yeah, but you probably shouldn't play. And you're like, yeah, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) That is, Bonner, that is always your thing is you're a grown ass man. You say that. Yeah, but you should probably uh... hang it up. Yeah, you were doing curls or something, wearing yeah, like an yeah. orange cut, like orange cutoff. <laughs> you got it. So that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Roughnecks podcast. Honestly, this might have been, I think, without a doubt, the best episode we have ever made. It has a little bit of everything. Thank you, Bonner, for joining us for this week for the sixth episode. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, me, guys. This, this was a really good, Bonner. Really good, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm coming for you, Tyler Schuster. And then uh, Ohio State kid, whenever you want it, you let me know. Uh, I want to say, me and Teddy want to say thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast. We really do appreciate everything you guys do to help us grow. So make sure you go follow us on Instagram at Roughnecks Podcast. And when you share these episodes, use the uh, hashtag, hashtag Roughnecks Podcast and be sure to add us. Make sure that you tune in to next week's episode, which will possibly have a giveaway. We'll more than likely have a giveaway 
But for now, Roughnecks out. Hey, Jiglets.